0: So this week on the Divorce that Diaries, we'll spend some time on a question that comes up quite regularly, if I can say. Do you ever know that it's really time to move on and to go to the divorce? Stay tuned. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Divorce that Diaries, and I'm your host, Stéphane Jutra. This week on the Divorce Diaries, when do you know it's time to get a divorce? When do you know it's over? Those are kind of the main question that always start a discussion, and those are not easy question to answer, obviously, and it depends from different experience, different people, but uh, we'll talk about you know the different steps or the different things that you see over the years that kind of let you know that it's not going that well and that brings you up to that moment where you decide to actually get a, a divorce. If you've been following the divorce that diaries since the beginning, you'll remember it as an episode, probably one of the first ones, I think, it was called the point of no return, where I talk a bit about that point of no return when you get to that point where you kind of made up your mind and you know that it's time to get a divorce. I know at the time I had mentioned a bit more about that point and what happens around that time. But this time, I think it's important. It's been probably a couple of years since that episode, and I still get that question quite often. And so I'll be trying to maybe discuss a bit more about, uh, well, what I've been through, but also discussing with some of you guys and some of my friends and some of the experience that I got uh, from them. It's really a question that comes up and uh, I've been having some discussion with some of you on that topic. So as I always do, I said, you know what, if I get one question, I'm sure a lot of people are asking the same question. So it was a perfect opportunity to, to record an episode on that. I mean, first of all, do you ever know that it's really time to move on and to go to the divorce? And I, my answer to that would be, I don't know, in my opinion and uh, my experience you're never 100% sure. I mean, you get to a point where you kind of realize that this is the thing that should be done. And for your own good, for the, the own good of your kids and all this, you know, that it's kind of a logical move to make. But, you know, there's always doubt. And it's a big move, probably one of the most important decisions that you would do in your life. I mean, people talk about buying a house, getting married, but definitely getting a divorce is a huge a huge move and a huge decision that you can't really take lightly. Is there a case where you're really 100% sure that it is what should be done? I don't think so. I think there's always doubt, unless maybe if there was some cheating or violence or things like that. I mean, that's kind of maybe a different story. But for the rest, I mean, there's always a little bit of doubt if it's the right thing to do because there's a lot at stake. And to be honest, as a lot of you probably know. I mean, your life changes really drastically after. <laughs> and uh, before it gets better, it can be a little bit uh, worse than it was before. So definitely it's a big decision to be made. I mean that again, point of no return I always refer to. I mean, when do you know it's that time and when do you know you have to move to make the move? I mean there's some there's some indicators over the years that point to to that. And I think sometimes what happens is especially when you, get married or even when you start going out or being with someone you're a bit i would say more patient and you allow a lot of things to go kind of go under the table and not really you think it will get better over the time over time over the years so you let a lot of things go and i think that's probably one of the the first i don't want to call it a mistake because i mean we we all go through that we all do that right in a relationship there's things that might be annoying about someone but you're like uh oh, that person will change or it's not that bad. And yeah, it doesn't really bother me. But five, 10, 15 years, 20 years after it, it really bothers you. And now just the fact that they're breeding is actually annoying <laughs> to you. So that's one of uh, of the indicator that, yeah, it's not going that well. Also, I was just out of curiosity reading a bit some article on the internet and having some ideas of what people thought about too. I mean, when do you really know it's time? When you actually start dreaming about leaving. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, that's one thing, right? When you start uh, dreaming and daydreaming about not being home and and leaving and having another life, that's definitely not a good sign. Another one that's quite interesting too is when your best time is when the other person is not home. <laughs> I mean, obviously, when you're in a relationship, uh, the idea is to not do everything with the other person, but you have to enjoy spending time with the other person and doing activities and and just enjoying life with them. So the moment that you start kind of not wanting that and the more time that they're at home with you, the less well you feel and you just want them away. And when you're super happy when they go away for a week or go away for a weekend and things like that, that's definitely a sign that there's something wrong. And another one is definitely as well not doing things together. So when you rather, even if the person is home, you rather do things by yourself instead of doing things with the other person. That's definitely another sign that something is not is not going right. And again, it's not necessarily a sign that you're going towards a divorce or you need to, you know, separation or anything else, but it gives an indication that there's definitely a problem. And I think that's the other thing too, is usually when those happen, you tend to push them on the side But it doesn't get better. They'll grow, grow, grow again, more and more. And if they're not addressed or if you don't talk about it or if you don't get some help and maybe therapy or anything, it won't get better by itself. And the next thing you know, you just enjoy yourself. You just want your spouse to be away for months, even years, and it wouldn't even bother you. So definitely that's an issue. Another sign that really it is time is when when you actually sit down and that's one thing that happened to me at one point and that was a big a big sign and a push is you start sitting down and listing you know you do that exercise you take a piece of paper and you put the pluses and minuses and you start writing down what what are the pluses of your relationship or your marriage and what are the minuses you know when basically uh, the minus column is super full and you need a couple of pages and you have trouble finding two or three on the, on the positive, on the plus side, there's a, definitely a problem there too. And that's another sign that something is not going well. And maybe that's a good exercise to do. Have that paper and sit down with your spouse and discuss about it. And maybe ask them to do the same thing and kind of compare and see if uh, at the same time you kind of join together uh, on certain things. But definitely that's that's a big sign of it when there's a lot of negative in your life. And and that's what I realized too on my side. Usually very people that know me, they know I'm very, very happy person, very positive person, and always trying to see the glass half full. And uh, I think I'm I'm an optimistic and very patient man too. But when you start realizing that that's one thing I started realizing, that when you think you see that you become more negative and you start you start being more negative and less smiling, and always, you know, the mood is down and everything else. That's where you realize there's something wrong. I mean, when it starts affecting you and affecting the way you are, it's definitely not a good thing. One other thing, as well, that's big, and I had some discussions about that, and it's the worst feeling in the world. I mean, sometimes you don't necessarily want to have a divorce or separate because you still love the other person and they didn't really do anything wrong. But when you start feeling alone in a marriage, and that's another sign that something is not going well. So you're married, there's not really any fights or anything, but you just feel that you're alone and that the other person is just doing their things and you're doing your things. And uh, basically, yeah, you don't feel any connection between the two. Even if you try to have that connection and you, you know, you have date nights and you try to initiate anything, you know, doing some activities, uh, being intimate and everything else, but nothing really happens. And it's just, you see that they kind of, you're kind of married, but they're doing their own life and have their own happiness. And you're kind of on your side, just going, I guess, forward by yourself and just going with the flow. So, so that's definitely a big sign. And that's not easy because the point of being married is being with the other person and supposed to go through life together and actually have a relationship. I mean relationships two person. So if you're married and basically there are two separate lives in your in your marriage, separate and there's no interaction between the two. That's definitely a problem. And that's where you start feeling alone and it's like it might as well be by yourself than being with someone that doesn't really care about you or maybe they care on their own way but really doesn't want to have anything to do with you. So that's one of the big one. I mean, other signs you see over time, you know, at first when you get married, you're all lovey-dovey and you're in love and everything is great. And the more you go and over the years you see that you may be not aligned on the same things and you don't think the same way, which is perfectly fine. I mean, it doesn't mean you're married that you always have to be together, always think the same way and always do the same thing. At least that's how I see it. You can still be an, your independent person and have activities on your side and they have activities on their side, but definitely that should be a way to kind of strengthen the, the relationship of the marriage. So when you actually meet again together, we can talk about what happened and everything else and it makes it stronger, right? If you're both happy, uh, you have a happy life, well, it's a lot easier to have a happy life together as well. But you see over the years, too, uh, another sign might be the lack of respect or caring or even listening. Like they don't really listen or care about you. I mean, someone that cares about you will listen and try to understand. And, and at least you see that they're there for you and they care about you. So if that's not there, that's definitely a big sign. And, and the lack of respect, too, it seems like, you know, over the years as well. I think it's one of the key thing. I mean, we talk about relationships, marriage, but even friendship or anything else is is basically respecting the other person. And I've seen it many times, and personal experience too. There's a big lack of respect that grows uh, over the year, which is not good. So, if I think about other signs, I mean, there's a bunch, obviously, and I won't, uh, you know, I won't uh, list 100 of them. But I mean, we talk about the constant fighting, and I brought that up in other episode as well. I mean, when you see that. It's no more discussion. It's just fighting, fights after fights after fights. And sometimes stupid fights about stupid things. That's another big sign, right? I mean, you can fight about something important, but uh, starting this huge argument because of, uh, I don't know, the color of the wall or, <laughs> or something like that, that's definitely a sign that there's something, you know, there's an issue underlying all this. So that, that should be looked at definitely. It's funny here because, you know, in my notes, I kind of put that highlighted and in bold. And I think that's one of the, the key thing. And at least for me, that was one of the key thing. I mean, we talk about all the signs, but I think the most important thing is when over the years you start hiding your real self, right? Maybe at the beginning, I mean, you hope that someone is with you because they love the way you are, what you do or you are, things that you do and things you have in common and even things you don't have in common. But uh, one thing that might happen over the years is you realize that maybe it's not the case. The other person doesn't necessarily love the way you are, but they love the way that they see you or they love the way that they want you to be. So either they try to change you, uh, maybe not directly. And sometimes, yeah, it's very subtle. It's not like, oh yeah, you should do this, this and that. But you realize over the year that you kind of change. And after a little while, you kind of realize that you hide your real self. I mean, it's not you anymore. And yeah, you realize that you look at the person you became and it's completely not you. And that's not good. It's definitely something that happens and it can be both ways. I mean, people want to change other person. Uh, you know, if there's an annoying thing, you want to try to change them, but it's important that we stay, I think our real self at the core, right? Like I said before, I, I mean, on my side, I was always kind of this happy, positive person. That's kind of how I always been and becoming that more negative and pessimistic and also a less happy person wasn't me and I realized that that changed over the year so that's really I think for me a key thing when you start sitting down and you ask yourself and it's probably a question that I would ask myself and that you should all ask yourself you know sit down in, in relationship and and just ask yourself the person that is sitting now in, in the chair or the couch whatever is it really yourself? Is it really you? Or it's basically what you became for the people? So that's the, I think that would be the main question I would ask myself. Another thing with that as well, over the years, uh, you change and you start doubting yourself. I mean, you might be this confident person. And I think that's, again, being who you are, right? So if you're a real self, you know how you are and how you, you act and, and everything else. But when you become someone else or you change, for someone else or someone kind of pressuring you to change, it becomes more difficult and often you start doubting yourself with everything you do. So that's definitely a big a big, a big, big thing to uh, to be careful of. And like I said, a question to ask yourself. The other things, again, we, without going in detail, I mean, obviously the lack of intimacy, you know, being intimate with someone, uh, it's, I think, something very important and that's very debatable, obviously. Some people think it's more important than others and, i think you know that's a way of connecting and the lack of intimacy with the other person is also a sign that something is not going that well and again i'm not saying necessarily having sex or having sex every day and and things like that but when i talk about just little things holding hands hugging and all this stuff also more than that just connecting because I think it's something important for a lot of people. And we kind of stereotype that it's men. It's men, that's all they think about is very important for them. But I think it's both. And I think maybe men are more open to it and saying, talking about it. But it's the same with women. And read a lot of stories and cases on that front as well. I think that's the type of connection that, I mean, you can love someone and you love someone with all your heart but I think that's the other level of basically connecting, being intimate with that person, which bring that at the, another level and makes everything better. I mean, I think, <laughs> and again, now I'm going to talk about, there might be other underlying issues for not being intimate or, you know, for the frequency and everything else. And I won't get into those discussion in this episode, but uh, just the fact that you want to be intimate with your partner. I mean, the moment you, you look at them and you don't want, really want to have anything to do with them or them to touch you or the opposite. You want to touch them and you want to, you know, be intimate with your, your wife or your husband and they look at you like you're the grossest things and they don't want to have anything to do with you. That's a problem as well. So uh, that definitely is, is part, can be part of it and definitely something to be looked at. So those are kind of all the signs that are there that you start thinking and you again you put that on your piece of paper and you you realize that you know you have check marks in all those boxes there and that the negative side outweighs way more the positive side so that's where you kind of have to start asking yourself uh what do you do next i mean do you continue that way or you decide to say you know what enough is enough and kind of move on and try to go to a divorce i mean i'm putting it at a very uh simple simplistic way obviously before that having discussion with your spouse, like I said I, uh, a bit before, it would be great for them even to make that that sheet and sit down and discuss about it. And if that doesn't work, to try to get maybe some therapy uh, counseling on that front and see if anything can be done. But definitely uh, all those things adding up. And as I was reading at some point, you know, we talk about therapy. And again, I'd have an episode on that one too. Someone was suggesting that therapy to be effective should be started like the first day you get married. And, you know, at first kind of looks weird, but you realize that, you know what, it kind of makes sense. And they were saying, oh, you should go to therapy maybe every month or every couple, I mean, when you get married every couple of months, just to see where you're at and just to kind of check in, which is great because at that point you can kind of identify the problems at the beginning and try to solve them. I mean, when you're at that point, when you're sitting down and again, you've kind of listed all your your minuses versus your your pluses and you realize there's so much there and you say, you know what? You start talking to your partner and you go to therapy. It's very difficult. It's a really heavy baggage and it's really, really hard to go back uh, and to pretty much address all this, especially over all the years. So I think, in my opinion, that's the reason why therapy doesn't work that well at the end like that. And that's why when people say, you know, before we get divorced, let's go to therapy and Honestly, I didn't hear about many marriages that were saved with that. And that's the reason too. There's so many things, it's so heavy that you're at that point of no return where it's impossible to go back. But again, it's definitely discussions to have and that's when you sit down and actually start thinking about what's next. Do I say, do I go? And uh, yeah, that's I think one of the big sign. Like I said at the beginning, when you know it's over, For me, it was really when I made that list and I realized that there was not many pluses there on that side and it was pretty much all minuses and it kept growing and kind of went to that point of no return. All that said, I wanted to end this episode on also what I probably mention in every episode. (laughs) One of the key things of a relationship, marriage, and the thing that you have to work on, I think, and and a reason why there's so many divorce is the taking the other one for granted. That's probably one of the reasons why if you go with that list and you put, you know, you have all those minuses and things like that is probably because, I mean, they don't do it on purpose or so it's not happening on purpose, but you take the other one for granted. So you don't really put effort or care about any of that because in your head, nothing will happen. They'll always stay there, right? They'll never leave you or they'll never leave. So that's definitely uh, something to look at and to make sure that you keep the relationship alive and don't take anything for granted. But sometimes you get to a point where there's no choice and you have to make that tough decision of moving on. That's sadly uh, one part that happens, but it gives you an opportunity to kind of reflect and hopefully be happy again and basically add a lot of pluses and get rid of a lot of minuses and all that baggage on that side and find maybe someone that uh, will bring that to you. Definitely not easy, but it's a learning experience. And that's how I see it now. As tough as it is going through a divorce and you become a bit, uh, I would say wiser on that front. And hopefully that helps for your future relationships. That's all at this week. And I hope you enjoyed the episode. And as always, please uh, don't hesitate to send me some emails or on Instagram or social media anywhere, Facebook. I can be reached at thedivorcedatdiaries at gmail.com. You can go on Instagram as well for thedivorcedatdiaries. You can go on Facebook. And all this is basically on my website, www.thedivorcedatdiaries.com. So you can go there, find the latest episodes and find all the links that you need there and to reach me. So don't hesitate if you have any question as well. I've been uh, posting a couple of videos on Instagram. So what I'm doing there, uh, it's kind of a new thing. So if I get any question from you all, sometimes it's just simple questions, well, simple, short questions. There's no questions or are simple, short questions. And I wanted to take the opportunity to basically just answer them over there. So, you know, I can record... Uh, a little bit a little clip uh, discussing that question and giving some answers so just to get a bit more uh, myself out there to you all and uh, yeah it might be interesting those questions might and will definitely be helpful for the people so please keep them coming until then i hope everybody's doing fine and have a great week and we'll talk very soon bye bye